0: Lock Talk Radio. All the mobile train ranch. I hear the train are coming. It's rolling around a bend. it up. to the verbal train wreck. And as you will notice, I have no partners. If you are watching on Twitch right now, we are without Nick today. And uh I never did hear back from Trainwreck, So I'm going solo. We're gonna give it a shot. Uh what do we have to lose? And we did promise that we were going to do a show all the way up until Memorial Day weekend. So I'm gonna hold up that promise. And I set up a lot of stuff today. Really so that we can get the audience involved, and and you can be part of the show. So if you are joining us on on Twitch, uh, say hi, if you like, and uh, we can get this started. But uh, one of the big things I really wanted to start the show with, and uh, with them being off today, uh, Nick did have other things to do, but um, our last show, what I noticed on our Twitch numbers, and I thought it was a good topic because I'm not sure how many people... Technically are watching for Nick and I But you can see a big drop off In those numbers So I guess the question is If you are tuning in on Twitch We know that Trainwreck adds uh, To the show And she is solid uh, As far as a host But are you tuning in For that Are you tuning in for the titties I mean, Let's be honest here I mean, I can see the numbers. And uh, last show, we were around, uh, I forget how many minutes. They were low. They were low on the watch, right? But then uh, the week before, we had uh, Train Rock on, and our, our minutes alone skyrocketed. So I guess that's why the question is out there is, are we watching because of the show, or are you guys just watching for the titties? I mean, let's just be honest, it's open lines, you can get in on that right now, 917-889-3272. I was just curious about that, because, you know, I do track the numbers for the show, and you can see that big drop-off when she's not here. And again, she is a solid addition to the show, and uh, I wish she would have been here today, but uh, again, I didn't hear back from her this week, um, so I'm not sure what happened. I hope everything is okay, Uh, but hopefully she'll be back uh, next show. So if you want to get in on that, uh, you can join us on our chat line. You can comment on Twitch if you are watching live right now. And then you also have the Blog Talk Radio chat room. And pretty much, uh, since I am solo today, I mean, the lines are open. I mean, if you want anything, you want to comment on anything, uh, past episodes, anything I talk about today, uh, feel free. This is your time, really. Um, So it's just me and the listeners today. Uh, if you want to make any comments, suggestions, I'm open to that. Also, I mean, really, I, I decided last minute to even just go on go on live today, so I'm hoping I'm hoping to get a little help today, and uh, that's going to be from you, the listener. So, while well, we kick it off, again, we kicked it off with the train wreck. Are you tuning in on Twitch? Um, because you enjoy seeing us as a show, as a whole. Or are you guys watching because we have train wreck and maybe she has some titties exposed. And I do see some of the followers that we have. Maybe you're young. You're looking at those titties and going to do a little wank afterwards. Not a problem. If you want to admit that, not a problem. I'd love to see your comments on that. Is that what you're doing? I mean, I don't know what these young kids do nowadays. I mean, this whole Twitch thing is all new to us. And, uh, you know again i see the numbers skyrocket as soon as she's on and last uh last episode there wasn't a whole lot of anything as far as uh people watching so so if you want to get in on that please do so um i'll try to put out the best show i can today and uh we'll get through it and uh hopefully have a little fun and uh hopefully you guys will call in and be part of the show i mean i really would like to hear from you and uh Really, just uh, have a little fun today uh, leading into the holiday weekend next week. We'll be off, um, but uh, I still want to get a show in today um, and, and have you guys part of it. So, so please, do call in, 917-889-3272. Any comments, questions, uh, topics you want to discuss while it's just me, go for it. Um, and also, if you have any comments you want to leave on Twitch, do so, and I will read those live, and you also have our chat room, so, all right, and then I, of course, get a get a call right in the middle of the show, so let's get back on Twitch again, so I want to kick it off, um, and I'm not sure how many people do this, but uh, last week, you know, I had gotten a call uh, on Saturday night and um it was around 10 o'clock or something like that Uh, and it was from an old buddy of mine and uh you know we talk about once every once every year or so and we've known each other for over 30 years so we we've been good friends since about sixth grade and um really what happened was i mean it was almost like we were teenagers we were on the phone for four hours just catching up um On life in general, and that uh, again we haven't hung out in probably two years or so. So the subject came up, and he knows my my stories and uh, the of the strippers and everything I've done. I mean, I share everything, and I share everything with you guys, pretty much also. And these are all real life stories. I, I don't make anything up, and it's all the truth. So after a four hour phone call, you know, we were going over some of these old stories. And we were talking about the stripper I had come over. I want to say this was about 15 years ago. And I think in the conclusion of it all, we were trying to determine, is my penis broken or is my penis gay? Now, I know for sure I'm not gay. I love women. I love looking at women. But maybe my penis is gay or is it broken? Now, yes, I was sober during this conversation. Maybe he wasn't so much. But those that don't know the story, um, I can always repeat it. But this happened, I want to say it was about 15 years ago. And um, I started doing some day drinking. And I was outside drinking all day long. And uh, let's just be honest, I was was hitting the bong pretty hard too. Doing some big old bong hits throughout the day. Excuse me. So in reality, what happened was as the day wore into evening and tonight, I had some crazy idea that we would get like maybe a stripper that would come over. You know, they, they got these these cleaning companies that would come over dressed up as like maids and stuff like that. And my parents were were going to be coming home, and I was like, well, how am I going to get this place cleaned up? Because we had people over that uh, that afternoon and night. So then the idea hit me. Well, I'll call all these places and I'll get one of these. These girls that come over clean, then I'll have something to look at, right? Well, it went from that to at this point, now I'm thinking, I'll get a massage. So those that know the story, I'm sorry if I'm repeating it. so I, I, I called up uh, I want to say it was like AAA service, AAA something, uh, not the AAA for your car, uh, but it you know, they will change your oil. But I called up this this company. And I had a stripper come out, and they offered massages. And uh, as we were talking about this story last week, you know, he said, you know, what a great story it is. But that was one of the first times that I realized I had a broken penis. You got to remember, I was probably in my uh, maybe early 20s, mid-20s at that time. So my penis shouldn't have been broke, even though all the partying and all that may have caught up to me at an early age uh, on top of smoking, right? Great. But when we started breaking it down, here it is. I had a young a young girl, I mean, not young girl, young woman. Uh, I want to say she was like 20 because you could pick out what you wanted. So I picked out, I wanted a 20-year-old blonde, and I think I ended up getting a brunette, right? But here's how the story goes. She comes over, and if, if any of you ever done this, you, knew, you know how it works. They come in, and uh, they normally just sit down, right? Well, as she sat down, she goes over the menu. And the menu is exactly what the menu is. Do you want a hand job, blow job? Uh, Do you want a fuck? I don't believe there was anal even in there. I don't even think that was an option. Um, Not that I was probably going to go with that. First of all, I was already limited on funds, right? So I picked a massage. So here's the thing. So I, I picked a massage, and she lays a blanket down on the basement floor, and that's where we actually broadcast from, as you can see. And uh, of course, I strip naked, and uh, you know the the first odd thing of the whole situation is is well, you're doing a massage, you need oil, do you not? Well, she didn't have any oil. Okay, great. She so she goes she goes what what can you get? I had no clue, so I let her look through some stuff. Next, thing you know, it's suntan lotion or oil. It was like a number eight oil. Here she is spreading it on my big ass gut and down my legs, and, of course, starting to work it over the day. Now, again, I've been drinking all day. This thing is not going to move. But, you know, she's touching it, and she's like, you know, for another 50 100 bucks, 100 whatever it may have been back in that day, I'll give you a hand job. All right, great. So I get the wallet out, throw the money onto the ground, and she continues. So, of course, that was just a tease, She knew the massage was going to lead to that. Great. So here she is spreading this oil on my fucking dick. And I swear to God, this thing did not move. Now, young, beautiful woman, stripper, playing with my dick. And again, I'm in my early 20s. This thing should not be broke. But here it is, not moving. It literally was like a a wet noodle, a tiny wet noodle in her hand as she's trying to beat this thing and get it hard to no avail. Swear to God, no avail. There was nothing. Again, it could have been the alcohol, broken dick, or was my dick just gay? Because, again, while she was doing this, she was in a 69. So the whole time I'm seeing her pussy, and it was a beautiful little pussy, right? That fucking thing did not budge. You know, like, what happened to the days when the wind would make that thing go? It didn't happen. So we were talking about that last week, um, amongst a lot of other things. And I don't get it. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I can say it's broken or if it's actually I got a gay penis. And how do you figure out if you have a gay penis? Like, do I have a guy suck the penis off? Do I try putting it in his ass? Like I need to know, is my dick broken or gay? So we figure that's the only way to do it, unless there's other way now i can I can watch porn, no problem. it will get up, and yes, they do have the little blue pills, and uh that that would help. but again, this was almost 20 years ago, and I didn't really get a choice, so I'm not sure I'm not sure if anyone else experiences this. Or have you back in your day, I mean, when you first realized your penis is broke, is it stress, is it whatever it could be, but what were you young when it happened, and it's still in the back of your mind every time you meet someone, like it's something that's always going to be playing in the back of my mind that my dick will not work, and I don't know why, like no reason. I try to have a stress-free life, um, I know smoking has a lot to do with it, and I have smoked 20 years as you can probably hear in the voice but again you know we had a great fun conversation and you know I'm sure a lot of people that uh, have had friends for a long time when you do get to catch up you know it is great hearing uh, the stories or sharing the new stories um unfortunately I haven't had as many as I get older a lot of that has to do with I don't really get out of the house that often anymore but you know, we did, we did have a good conversation. It was four hours long. Uh, he was cracking up, and I know I didn't tell the story the same way today and, as I did last week uh, on the phone, maybe not as animated, but have you ever had that time um, where your dick, it could be whiskey dick, or you could be sober, and it just didn't work? Was it nerves? Do you want to share that story? Go for it. You can uh, do it on Twitch if you want to leave a comment there. Or if you want to call in, 917-889-3272. Maybe share your embarrassing story. Because you know how embarrassing it can be, right? Like, first of all, you have to apologize to the girl. And, like, your, man, your manhood is gone. Like, you do not feel like a man after it does not work. There's just no way. Like, I feel like the biggest piece of shit afterwards, especially if it's someone you've been working up to this point, you've been working hard on it, and then all you can do is fucking sit there. And, like, they'll flick it. They'll fucking, like, flick your dick or, you know what, maybe I'll just suck you off again. If it didn't work the first time you wrapped your lips around it, it sure isn't going to work the second, right? But, you know, of course you got to let them do it, and you're thinking, all right, maybe that w-. But you know it's not going to work. It never does. Then you got to say goodbye. Then you just sit and you just, it's got to be the worst feeling in the world, honestly. This happened to me numerous times. I've shared a lot of the times on the show, if you've tuned in before, but, you know, it just brings back those memories. And right now, I mean, I still, in the back of my head, if someone was to come over right now, I don't know if it would work. I don't know. And I'm sober. 100% 100% sober. Have been since January. Uh, that's not going to last long. By next uh, weekend, I'll be drinking again uh, for the summer. But uh, has that happened to you? If you have any stories you want to share, uh, how did you feel afterwards? Again, get in today. Today is your show. It's just me. That's it. I need your help today. I don't know how much I can carry, but I'm going to give it my best shot. So if you have any stories you want to share, 917 3272 and uh feel free <clears throat> excuse me I don't know why my voice is, is a little more raspy today than it normally is um at least that's what it sounds like in the headphones today so I apologize for that I'm not sure if it's me or our, it's because I'm using a different browser today until I actually broadcast so I'm not really not sure which one it is, but uh, I definitely can hear it. I'm not sure if you can, so we'll try to get through. I got some water. We'll try to get through this, this show the best we can. Um, so if you want to get in on any of the first things, uh, why do you watch? Is it because you like to look at train wreck? Or is it you actually enjoy seeing us as part of the show? And any stories of catching up with a friend or that embarrassing, impotent moment with, uh, well, I don't say with a with a woman, but I guess it could happen with a guy too. So, you know, whatever sex you prefer, I don't really care. Uh, if you want to share that story, go for it. Uh, I'm here and we'd uh, love to take your calls today. All right, we're going to do a little something and, and hopefully maybe this will get people involved if you, if you want. But uh, there's a lot of series... That are coming to an end in shows and that. And you got the you got the season finales and you got series finales. So you got two different ones. And it is well known that I like the Big Bang Theory. And I know people may want to call me a dork or whatever maybe you want to call me. Um, because I do wreck everyone else's shows. And I, I go off on them. Uh, on things like that. But uh, I guess really the... The question is is there really ever a perfect ending to any of these these shows um I know there's been a lot of great ones um and a lot of flukes um some people didn't like the end of the Sopranos I didn't have a problem with it again I don't have a lot of I don't have a problem with a lot of the ending of shows because no show is ever going to end the way you want or the perfect ending in your head it's just not possible so when I go into like the series finale, like I watched the Big Bang on a Thursday. And whatever they did, it wasn't going to make a difference in my mind how they did it, how they ended it. Um, I just knew at that time I was just going to be upset that the show was actually ending. How they ended it made no difference to me. Um, so I know a lot of people get upset by that. And I guess the biggest thing and, and the biggest fans that are upset with this is right now it's the Game of Thrones fans. And I know I've spoken about this when uh, a couple weeks back, things like that, right? But apparently no one's happy with this season. I don't watch the show, so I don't know. But people aren't happy, and they already know that they're not going to be happy when it ends tomorrow. And no one really knows how it's going to end, but there's a there's more than a few people out there who want winter to come again. And what I mean by that is, as of Thursday morning, a change.org petition titled Remake the Throne Season 8 with competent writers had more than 350,000 signatures. Now, that was as of Thursday, right? Now, these people are saying they want the whole season rewritten. Like, they're not happy with the season. So you know they're not going to be happy tomorrow, regardless, right? Again, I think people have too much time on their hands to even think about this shit. Like, I, don't, I could care less either way, how a show ends. But apparently, not for, not for the fans of uh, Game of Thrones, really. But apparently... These people are saying that David Binoff and D.B. Weiss have proven themselves to be woefully incompetent writers when they have no source material, i.e. the books, okay, to fall back on. And that's what the petition is reading. And they're saying the series deserves a final season that makes sense. And they want HBO to make this happen. So the goal is to get 500,000 signatures of people dissatisfied with how the eighth and final season of the show is playing out. I don't know. Do people really get to make that determination of how they end the show or a rewrite? Like, I don't know how that works. Again, like Sopranos, when it just faded to black, what was it, in the diner? I was fine with that. You can make it in however you want in your head. Not everything is perfect. Again, I watched The Big Bang Theory on, on Thursday. Um, Penny got pregnant. Uh, Sheldon won the Nobel Prize. So they did close a couple of the ends up, and then they leave, they leave a few things open. I think that's what a show needs to do. And then you can interpret what happens to the other characters however you want, if you want to go that deep. Personally, show ended. I'm done with it. I don't care what happened to the characters now. Show's over. Who cares? Was it the best episode? I don't think so. But again, I'm not upset by it. It doesn't affect me personally. I think people, everything affects them personally, somehow, some way. And I really think you need to get a life at some point. That you even waste your time to do this. I mean, you've created a fucking petition. To remake the Game of Thrones. You've got too much fucking time. And I've got plenty of time. But it's not wasting it on this stupid shit. Honestly. Who sits there and is like, we'll get a petition going. Because we're going to rewrite. You don't get to rewrite a whole fucking season. It doesn't happen. But that's what they want. So... We'll see how that goes. I mean, what, the the season finale is tomorrow and series finale. You know no one's going to be happy. Twitter's going to blow up. Facebook's going to blow up. I'm going to have to see it in my feed. of all these people upset. And I'm I'm not going to be able to avoid it. Yeah, I cannot go to Facebook or anything else. Well, still, I can go to my news feed. It'll be on my news feed. It'll be everywhere. It always is, every week. People are not going to be happy. So have you ever had that show that like it ended? It was a great ending or it disappointed you? You wish it ended differently? If you want to share that, 917-889-3272. Again, I don't really care a lot of times how shows end. So, And I do have a comment. So, All right, so we've got... Six Foot Under was great ending. I'm not, I'm not uh, familiar with that show. Again, I think I'm a loser when it comes to a lot of shows. I watch a lot of the History Channel in uh, Discovery. Uh, Big Bang was one of the few that I did watch that I would tune in weekly. Other than that, I don't know of many others. A lot of other times, I think it was just, just that background noise so I could play on my phone, but I've never really tuned into a whole lot of shows. And maybe that's my own bad. You know, I don't recall how Cheers ended, or Friends. Um, I know a lot of people said Cheers was a great ending, but, uh, you know, I don't remember it. Then again, I met a couple of people yesterday, and I don't remember their names, so it's not, it's not a shock to me that I can't remember how a show ends. Oh, excuse me. So I mean if you have anything on shows Great endings, bad endings Do you wish there was a series That they would have remade the whole final season Uh, You can get in on all that too So More than welcome to call Chat Anything like that Call me a dork Nerd, whatever you want Because I do like the Big Bang I'm good with it This is your time, there's no one to gang up on you Unfortunately, it's so quiet today in here. All right, so we got that going. So again, just to recap, we've got the Twitch numbers without train wreck. Do you guys only watch on Twitch when she's here? Again, I'll know the numbers at the end of the show, and I do know we have someone watching right now, so I appreciate that. Any stories on catching up with a friend or your impotence when you were with someone? Broken dick or gay dick? We don't know yet. And then we've got the worst and best series finales. Again, I have really no big opinion on that, because you can write it off however you want. It's however you want. I'm not going to say, you know, everything ends the perfect way. Then again, I'm not a writer, and uh, I don't think you can just make it perfect so every show ends to make the fans happy. I think you always have to leave a little something out there for the imagination, and a lot of them have. So. so we have that so far. So if you want to get in on any of that, again, please do so. All right, this week, um, Snapchat. And we've talked about Snapchat before, but apparently they have a new photo filter. And those of you that don't know what it is, this filter lets people see themselves in a highly feminized or masculine form. <clears throat> so, basically, it's, uh, it's been proven to be pretty popular, and I have not tried this. And I'm, I'm just going to toot my own horn. I think I would look good as a chick. Let's just, let's just be honest. I'm a little spinner. I'm about 120 pounds. Five, five. I might be a little generous there. But I'd be a spinner. So I think I would look pretty hot as a chick on there. Um, if Trainwreck was here today, we would have done that and posted the pics of uh, of that. But uh, maybe we'll do that next show uh, and get a group photo and see how we all look. But it's been, been pretty popular. But it's also drawn mixed reception. And that's uh, really from the people whose real-life journeys have taken them beyond the roles assigned to them at birth. All right, so, all right, I get it, but here we go again. And nothing is ever going to uh, make anyone happy. And here's really the between the lines. The filter has proved to be a surprisingly powerful tool for people to imagine themselves in another gender. It has also highlighted society's continuing challenges with understanding people who are transgender, intersex, non-binary, and gender non-conforming. All right, so I know what transgender is. I have no clue what intersex is, non-binary, and gender non-conforming. How many different things do we have? Is that what the problem is? inter what is intersex? does anyone know what intersex is i I don't get it and, and another good question is is if you get to change yourself as a male into a female and all these people have all these other things the intersexes and the gender nonconforming well is are you supposed to be able to change into that i i don't I don't get it. I don't even know what half that is. I know I'm old school, but why so many different new names that I can't understand? And have you done that on Snapchat? Have you seen what you would look like as a male or a female? Or non-binary? Or gender non-conforming? How do I look? Non-conforming, gender non-conforming. I have no clue. But there were a lot of people that, uh, around the globe that were quick not to only use the filter on themselves, which, again, I have not done, but I will do, but also apply them to politicians, soccer stars, and celebrities. And the big picture of all of this is while some in the LGBTQ community have been critical of the filters as making a j- joke out of a serious matter, others say the filters have allowed them to explore themselves In the safety of the digital world. So would would anyone agree that that's one way that you can explore yourself in the digital world? So you're a guy, but you you feel you're a woman. And you get to see what you would look like as a woman. How is that helping you? Because you know damn well that's not how you're going to look. You still got the Adam's apple. You still got a fucking penis. So it's going to slap on some fucking hair. It's going to make you look a little pretty. Maybe a little blush on your cheeks. Something like that. But deep down, you're still a hairy fucking man. you still got a penis between your legs. How is this helping you? Am I I so old in my thinking that I just don't know how that helps? Because I don't get it. I don't feel like I'm a woman. I may have a broken penis, but I don't feel like I'm a woman. Just less of a man. And I'm used to that. Again, I wasn't dealt all the great cards. I'm short. I didn't uh, get any height. I don't look like a real man myself. But I'm sure not going to make a filter help me. Maybe they need to make that filter. Maybe they could just chisel out my cheeks and my chest, my abs. Actually, make me look like a fucking real man. Don't make me look like a woman. Make me look like a man. Maybe have that one. You know? Not the little puppy dog. Don't the puppy dogs are cute. Some of you guys do that great. I think I've done the puppy dog. I may have even done the hot dog. I have to say, I look pretty good in all of those, to be quite honest. So again, is is this Snapchat filter... Is it making a joke out of it? Do they need to make it other filters for the transgenders, the non-binary, non-conforming, elitist, politician? I, who knows? I don't even know what I'm talking about at this point. I'm that. But are we just too sensitive anymore? Is this all because we're too sensitive? You can't do anything. Again, Snapchat, you want to make a good filter? Make me look like a man. Like, buff me out. Nice broad shoulders, solid chest, abs. And and don't give me the abs like the teenagers in the gym fucking have. Like they actually think they've accomplished anything. Seriously, you never put on any weight. So fucking, you have no idea. No idea. But again, they can do that for me. You can at least make me look a little better. Somehow, some way. So I saw that. Thought it was interesting and I wish I would have tried it before the show, but again, I wasn't sure I was even going to go on. So, maybe next week, next show, I'll get the, we'll do a group picture and we'll see what we look like as a, the other gender. Again, I'm going to be a spinner. I'm just going to tell you that right now. All right. So, again, if you want to get in on any of the topics so far today, 917-889-3272. Your honest opinion, do you watch Twitch so you can actually watch the show? Or is it because of train wreck? Catching up with a friend I talked about uh, last week. Spoke with him over four hours on the phone. I think I went to bed like at 3 a.m. Felt like shit the next day. Felt like shit. I cannot stay up to 3 a.m. anymore. Series or season finales. The best and the worst ones that you've ever seen. If you want to get in on that, And we also have the new Snapchat filter that turns you into the other gender. Have you done it? What did you look like? Did you laugh? It was great. If you want to get in on anything or bring up your own topics, please do so. Again, 917-889-3272. All right. Another thing I had noticed, though, this week, and... I think what really sparked my interest, I I go, tomorrow I travel uh, to Minnesota, and uh, I'll be using a car service when I get there, but it's not Uber. Um, The company set all that up, uh, executive transportation-wise, but I think we've all used Uber before, and Uh, This was interesting that they started this because I think we all have these different times that we've been in an Uber and your different moods when you go. But on Wednesday, Uber rolled out a slew of new features, including the option of silencing your driver. Now, again, you can't do that on UberX, so you will have to shell out for a premium ride. But the new perks include luggage assistance and temperature regulation. Again, they're only available on uber black and uber black suv passengers and this guarantees high-end black cars highly rated professional drivers and can cost up to three times the amount of a standard ride but if you're someone like me sometimes you enjoy that quiet time would you pay up to three times more for that quiet ride now i've got different i got different moods i can be very talkative or i just want to sit back And enjoy the ride. And it really depends. Um, Normally if it's a ride home from the bar, I just like to concentrate and focus just on the ride home. That, just keep my head from spinning. Let's just be honest. And hope not to puke. Again, that doesn't happen often. But the last thing I want to do is be real talkative. And you would think I'd be more talkative drunk. Which I am. Trust me. But not necessarily on my ride home. Second of all, I don't want my rating to go down on Uber by looking like an idiot. So I try to keep that up so I try not to talk as much as I've been drinking at night. So maybe quiet mode would be right. But is this a good good feature to have? Is there anyone out there that prefers just to be able to sit back? And maybe if you're a business person, you know, you would prefer that because you can just sit there Maybe you've got emails to go through to respond to. Maybe you've had a, a long day, and you just want that quiet time. Or maybe you just want the quiet time. I'll be honest. I love my quiet time. I'm not going to lie. I love my quiet mornings, and uh, really, it depends. I can be a talker, uh, but it's typically right after my coffee. It's not when I first wake up. But have you ever had that quiet time um, in your rides? And I really haven't had, I'll be honest, when I look back on my different Uber rides, um, I've taken a couple recently, and I did. I tried to have a conversation with my last driver, you know, and it was only like maybe a five-minute drive, but she just didn't seem into it. Yeah, I mean, she ended it quick, so maybe she wanted quiet time. She just wanted to listen to the radio. She wanted nothing to do with me. Um, it, And I get it. I get it for different reasons. Uh, But then there are some times that you just get that awesome driver. Um, And there's no real Uber driver that really stands out to me as far as that's been awesome. But this goes back a ways. Um, When I had to take a taxi, and this had to be almost 15 years ago, and it it was like the you don't expect this when you get into a, a taxi, but uh, I was only 10 minutes from home, and uh, I don't remember this guy's name, but uh, he picked me up from the bar, and he had noticed there was a lot of beautiful women outside of the bar, the waitresses, patrons alike. So as we're driving, he's, he just asked a simple question. Do you know a lot of these, these women that were outside the bar? And I did. Uh, That was our local watering hole. That's where you went. You knew at any point you could go up there and you're going to run into friends. So that was the place to be. You always knew someone, right? So he asked this. And, uh, you know, I answered. and I I was honest. So he starts talking about how he does a porn business. And this is no lie. This is all truth, right? I, I somehow meet all these people. I don't know how. I think I'm just drawn to him, right? But he runs a porn business. And he was paying $500 a person to be able to shoot pictures. Now, if they were doing do videos, it would be more money, of course. We all know how that goes. So this guy's telling me how it works and what, what he really was looking for. So he was looking for the 18, 20 year olds Needed a little extra money. But as long as I would bring them in, he was going to give me a cut. So not only were the girls going to get paid, but I was also going to get a finder's fee. Now I'm fucking tanked out of my mind. And I almost couldn't believe that was happening. And I'm thinking, I want to say he was offering me up to 500 bucks a girl, depending on what fetishes that they were willing to do. So he drops me off and he hands me the card. Now, of course, I just go just go right to bed. I don't think anything of it, right? I must have been dreaming this. There's no way. So I wake up the next day, and there it is, the cards on my uh, dresser. And, uh, yeah, he did the porn. You know, and the craziest thing about that, I mean, we had a a whole long conversation. Even though it was a 10-minute ride home, I don't believe I got out right away. But he was telling me about what he wanted, like redheads and and feet, and you name it. And all he wanted was me to be able to bring him to him. So that was one of the interesting rides I had. Um, On top of, I think, there was another ride in Vegas, another taxi driver that was just fucking crazy. He was just crazy. First of all, the way he drove. I want to say he was from Chicago. And uh, the way he talked about the city was entertaining and and there was a group of us that went that time Uh, we were heading back to the airport but you know sometimes you have the best conversations so I would never put it on quiet mode because I meet so many different interesting people really throughout life throughout my life I've always met interesting people and uh, entertaining at the same time I can't go anywhere without I think it's just one of those draws I have. I don't know how that works. But people see me and they feel like they can talk to me. I don't know why. Because a lot of times I don't want to be bothered. A good example was last night I was at the gym. And uh, I was going to get ready and a guy, guy comes in and he opens his locker. And he's like, oh, I'm all done for the night. I was the only one there. So I know he's talking to me. And I just got there. So, of course, my response was, yeah, I'm just starting. And next thing you know, we have a fucking conversation for 15 fucking minutes in the locker room. Like, I didn't know how to get out of it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I was dressed, and I already had my coat in, everything put away. And he wants to start talking about, well, when I go out of town, and I've got, uh, you know, I look up uh, restaurants that uh, diners, dives, and drives have been to, and do this, and I don't go to the gym, and Like, we were all over the place. Again, I didn't go in looking for a conversation. I went in to go work out and get the hell out of there. But 15 minutes later, here I am trying to excuse myself so I can actually get upstairs and get my workout done. So, again, I don't know. I think people are just drawn to me to want to share stories. Maybe it looks like I want to listen And they are right because I do want to hear it because then I can share it on the show. That's what makes the show is meeting these people, living through all this. It's not making anything up. Uh, It's being truthful at all times. So anytime I do share a story, you can always know it's never fabricated. Never. I may leave out some details or don't remember all the details, but for the most part, stories are always 100% true so I do like that I do enjoy that and again I had mentioned I'm, I'm heading out to Minnesota uh, tomorrow so it'll be interesting um, I'm hoping to get out a couple nights um, to some of the local restaurants or the bars just to see what I can meet it's been over 20 years since I've been to Minnesota I lived there for like a year and a half so it would be interesting to see I know last time I was there I mean, some of the most friendly people in the world. I can't lie. Like, I, there was nothing bad I could say about Minnesota besides the weather when I lived there. Um, people still said good morning. Uh, those of you who have never been to Minnesota, I want to say back when I was there, I had some of the most beautiful women I'd ever seen. I want to say there are, a lot of them are Scandinavian and, and stuff like that, tall, blonde. Beautiful people back then. That was almost twenty years ago. So I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be when I get there. Is it going to be like the rest of America? Maybe they've lost touch and they're not as healthy anymore. I doubt it. I'm sure it's still the same, but uh, we'll find out. So, so that's the Uber stuff. That's the taxi stuff. What do you prefer when you're actually? Just getting an average ride. Maybe you're not, uh, you know, I understand if you're like in New York City. I'm sure those people are busy. You don't want to be bothered in Uber. But do you like this option? Would you rather have quiet mode when you're traveling? Again, 917-889-3272. Do you prefer to talk and meet people? Do you want quiet mode? Do you just want to say, fuck you? Whatever it is, go for it. So that would be interesting. Um, I don't know. if I I haven't decided yet. I'm trying to decide, do I do Uber to the airport or do I park the car tomorrow? Do I try to get someone to give me a ride? I don't even know. I just know I still don't like the two hours before because you figure my flight is at 410. And I got to get there at 2 o'clock. There's only one thing you can do when you get there at 2 o'clock, and that is go and get a drink. And I want to say drinks are like 10, du- 10 bucks, at least a piece at the airport. You're there two hours. I can, put three to, I can put two to three drinks down an hour. On a good day, I can do three, maybe four an hour. Try not to do that. I've done it before, but what are you supposed to do in the airport for two hours? That's I, I still will never get over that And I know it's a Sunday It's going to be dead And I know I can probably just walk right up and check in An hour before But I can't take that chance So I'm still debating How I'm getting there Maybe I want quiet mode Maybe I want to talk Most likely I want to talk I'll, Normally I wake up and want to talk So All right Again, if you want to get in on anything that I've talked about so far, questions, comments, anything so far on the show, 917-889-3272. You can use our chat room on Blog Talk Radio, and you can also comment on Twitch, and I will get right to you on that, and read those live if you have anything. So, feel free. All right, so here... Next weekend, we are about to kick off the unofficial, what is it, the unofficial kick off the summer here in the, in the U.S., and every year, anyone that's listened to the show for a while knows, every year I like to ruin people's perception of as far as going into a pool or going into a lake. I always ruin it for everyone, and this year is not going to be any different. Next weekend kicks off the holiday weekend. Um, I plan on getting home on Friday. Looks like the weather is clearing for the weekend. And I plan to be laying out by the pool for those nice three long days off. And I look forward to that every year. So it is no different. But with summer right around the corner, and Americans are ready to kick off a season of sunshine and swimming, you got to think twice before you jump into the water. Because we have the newest survey, and it exposes some bad habits that contribute to dirty swimming pools. Yes, I'm going to do it again this year. I'm going to ruin everything when you decide to get in that pool. The online survey found that more than half of U.S. adults say they have at some point gotten into a pool as a substitute for showering or to rinse off after exercise or yard work. How many people are out there guilty of that? And would you admit it? More than half have used that as a substitute for showering or to rinse off after exercise or yard work. The report also oh, I'm sorry, the report is based on an online survey of 3100 American adults. It also found 40% admit to peeing in the pool as an adult, not a kid, as an adult. That's 40%. I'd almost say that number's higher. Maybe they just didn't want to admit it. Experts warn that the urine reacts with chlorine, reducing the amount of chemical available to kill the germs. The more people peeing in the pool, the less those chemicals are working. We get that right. Who out there has peed in the pool? Well, here's where the survey gets a little, a little more nasty. Okay, almost a quarter of those surveyed said they'd go in a swimming pool within one hour, and I get this one hour of having diarrhea. <laughs> I don't even know how you come up with that question um, to ask on the survey. Did you have diarrhea one hour before entering? All right. So apparently, they go in within one hour of having diarrhea. And 48% say they never shower before swimming. And I'm guilty of that myself. And again, I don't think I'm the dirtiest guy in the world. But I will admit. I don't think I've ever had diarrhea before I've gone in the pool, but, like, if you take that morning shit, if you're not the best wiper, I suppose that nastiness is getting in the pool, too. That, I guess you could pin that on me there. I mean, definitely could do that. I mean, I've admitted in the past, I I don't, I'm not a great wiper. And I'm not going to shower half the time before I go to the pool because I'm putting on lotion. And I use like an oil. You know, and the crazy, and the thing about when I do the oil, I use a dry oil. So, of course, I'm glistening like a fucking pig poolside. But here's the thing with me. I I will not get in the water until I at least work up a sweat that it's just so hot I have to cool off. So you can imagine when I get in the water, not only do I probably have a dirty ass from my morning shit. I've got all that lotion on that's just now baking and glistening. So when I get in, it's almost like an oil spill into the pool. Like, I think no one should invite me to a pool because when I think about it, who hasn't been in a pool? Like, so you're you're in the pool, right? And you've been drinking beers all day long. And they've been going down really good. So now you're just sitting there and you maybe got your arms up. You're taking it easy. You're talking to the people around the pool. You got to piss, and you don't want to get out, because now you got to get out, you got to get your flip-flops on, you got to go up to the bathroom, and then get back in. Now, I work up hours worth of time in the sun before I get in. Well, that's just going to ruin everything, because I'm going to get out of the pool, go into the air conditioning, and then I'm not going to want to just jump right back in the pool. So who's to say you don't do, like, maybe, maybe you don't do a full piss. Maybe you, just do, maybe you just do a couple squirts, you know, just to kind of relieve the pressure. Has anyone done that? I'm going to admit, I've done that. I've done that because I didn't want to get out. Maybe the conversation was good, or I was just too fucking lazy to get out. Hell, I could have been too drunk to get out. That happens too. Maybe you just do it with a couple squirts, just to relieve some of that pressure. Have you ever done it outside of a pool? And this is, this is no lie. This was, I want to say this was 10, 15 years ago. I was at a Michigan game. And anyone that's been at a Michigan game, when you put 100,000 people in to a stadium and you have great seats and you're lower, I want to say we were row 15, section 42, I believe. So we were down there. And it's a haul to get back up. And it's not so bad, maybe, if you're going at halftime, but you are going to miss the third quarter. But I believe the game had just started, and it wasn't the best day. It, the, the, the weather was nasty. It was cold. It was raining. But the beer still went down that morning. Well, you had all those beers. You had the cold weather. And this is no lie. I'm standing at the big house, and it was only the first quarter. And the game had just started. So for me to walk all the way up, anyone who's walked those steps knows you don't want to do it, especially if you've been drinking. So I'm sitting there, I'm already soaked. I mean it's raining, the pressure is building up. Anyone who's had it knows when your gut just gets bigger. I'm standing there, and I had to relieve the pressure, and no, I, I just did a couple of squirts right in my fucking pants, like right there. No one was gonna be able to know the difference. I mean, I was at the game, it was raining, so my jeans were already wet, but this bought me time at least to make it to halftime, where I could let it out. Now, yeah, you run the risk that you're not going to be able to stop. Luckily, at my age, I still can stop it, I can start and go, I know this because I've done it then, and I may have done it in the pool, I'm not going to admit 100% if I have or not, but... You take that risk that you can't stop that stream, yeah, then you're in trouble. So, but I did. I did right at a Michigan game. 100,000 people, and I pissed right in my pants just to, just to relieve a little of that pressure. You have to do what you have to do. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who's done that. Maybe the only one that likes to admit it, but there's no way. I've seen some of those soccer matches around the world. You mean to tell me some of those drunks haven't just sat there and pissed right there in the stands? Come on. Maybe they just don't want to admit it. But have you ever had that happen? Have you ever done that? Have you ever done it at a public sporting event? Ever done it in public? Or have you done it in a swimming pool? 917-889-3272. If you want to get in on that, please do so. Again, I, I, I'm trying to think. You know, other places I may have done that, but uh, I think everyone's pissed in the lake, probably pissed in the ocean. Hell, I remember when we were up north a while back. You know, the lake was already, the temperature was perfect, and we were all playing volleyball. And you know, when you go into that big warm spot, you know someone pissed right there. And I remember we were right there, and I want to, and I could be wrong, and if he is listening, I do apologize. But I believe my cousin pissed right in the lake. Now we're playing volleyball, so you're all over that area. And I swore I was went right into it. I went right into it. You know, as I'm walking, I'm like, seriously? Did you just piss here? I, I want to believe he just laughed and was like, yeah. So I, I think a lot of people pee in the lake. Maybe they shouldn't do it around other people. I don't, I don't know. And what difference does it make? I mean, it is a dirty-ass lake. I don't care how clean the water is. It's still dirty. Still dirty. So have you ever done that? Have you ever pissed in the pool? Have you ever had diarrhea an hour before you went in the pool? Hell, have you ever had diarrhea? (laughs) You fucking still went swimming. Like you just had diarrhea shit and you went in there. Do you use the pool as a shower? I'm not going to say I ever have. Um, I know at the gym i 'm pretty good about showering before I get into any of this stuff, but uh, again that 's what the survey uh, revealed, and again, you know every year you know this is going to come out, and i 've always got to share it so something to think about next weekend as uh, as us Americans uh, decide to get ready for the sunshine, the pool, the beers, the lake it 's not always so clean. Something to think about. So, all right. Really, I mean that's all I had today. Now I planned on, I thought maybe Trainwreck was going to join us, and uh, she, again, we didn't, we didn't hear from her. So, hopefully she's okay. Otherwise, I mean that's it really for the show. Unless there's anything you guys want to get in on, any topics. But we always we made the promise a few weeks back. <clears throat> we made the promise a few weeks back that we were going to do a show all the way up to Memorial Day weekend. And last weekend, that was on me. Um, Trainwreck had to work last weekend. And Nick had something come up last minute. And I was still going to do the show uh, solo. And then I, I don't know what came up. Something came up that... Uh, I just wasn't ready to do it. And I'm not saying I was ready to do it this weekend either. But uh I wanted to get a show out there because we need to we need to practice and we know we have people that love to listen and it doesn't bring the same thing without the other two members today. So hopefully the next show we'll have everyone back and we can get right back to the verbal train wreck as we all know and love it. But until then you guys were stuck with me. So, again, if you did tune in today, I appreciate it, and thank you. Um, And that goes to everyone, you know. So I do appreciate that. Uh, And, again, we are off next week, and we will be back, I want to say, what, the 1st? So we should be back with an all-new show on June 1st, and hopefully it's going to be the full crew. I don't know that yet. If not... Uh, we will see. We may have to get some fill-ins to help me out here. So, again, thank you for tuning in today. I know this wasn't our typical show and it wasn't our typical cast, but uh, you know what? I do appreciate it. So everyone have a great weekend. Have a great holiday weekend next weekend. Be safe. Enjoy. think twice before jumping in that pool of piss, especially if you see me Again, thank you. Have a great weekend. This is the Verbal Trainwreck.